Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. I love this time of year, not summer, I can't stand the heat and humidity, but this is the one point during uh, the summer that I can talk about beer and music and not get fired, because that's the whole point of the show today, actually, not the whole point, but uh, uh, you may recall from uh, uh, the past couple of years, we have talked about a great event for the Sisters of St. Francis of the Newman communities, and yes, if you still call them the Williamsville Franciscans, that's okay, too, Uh, and uh, they have their burgers, brews, and blues coming up yet again on August 14th, and we have two guests who are also no strangers to our program. First of all, Sister Pat Burkhardt. Sister Pat, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Greg. Good to be here. And then uh, working uh, w- <laughs> with development still for the sister, Cindy Munchauer. Cindy, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Greg. We always appreciate it. I gave the date the 14th. Uh, you want to give the basics of Burgers, Brews, and Blues right out of the gate here? Yes. Basically, Burgers, Brews, and Blues will be held at St. Mary's of the Angels in Williamsville on Tuesday. You gave the date August 14th. Right. Five o'clock is a social hour. Six o'clock is a gourmet barbecue dinner, followed by two hours of music this year by the Black and Blues Band, which features blues, funk, and classic rock, and also Don Petrino on guitar and vocals. And it's a wonderful night. You've, you know, beautiful food, nice social hour outside if it's not raining, and, and the music will be fantastic. And we hope it's not raining, but uh, it, it was... two years, even in a drought... <laughs> Uh, well, and actually it was nice inside too, and we, we can talk a little bit about that because that's one of the things we want to address with you, um, sister, because uh, I imagine right still on the docket is is your planned sale of the property there for the sister. So why don't you give us the details on that since we, since we kind of talked about that last year. Where are you at with that? Okay. Well, our um, intention is to ultimately – uh, sell the property of St. Mary of the Angels and that the sisters would remain there and that we would then be, um, become um, residents of the, of the new establishment. And uh, currently, the negotiations for the contract are still ongoing. And um, I'm led to believe that in an, a project like this, there's a million details and lots of I's to dot and T's to cross. So um, we're the, the information we're getting from our leadership team is that we're in the home stretch for that, but it hasn't been um, actually um, finalized as of this day. So we expect it will happen soon and that the ownership then of the property would change from the order to a particular company, and we're looking for a partner in the company who would be of the in, in healthcare, so that their um, their uh, team of people for their company would be able to give our sisters the healthcare that they need, and it would allow us to stay together as a community in the house, so we wouldn't have to send some of the sisters out to different facilities for the care that they need. So we think that this is a really good solution to taking care of our elderly sisters and to be able to keep them with us and continue to live as a Franciscan community. Sure, and and to you know kind of uh, maintain your status there at that. 
property, but then kind of relieve yourselves, right, of some of the maintenance issues and all those kinds of things, yes. right? That that is the intention. Uh, since uh, there's uh, less of our sisters who are working, and of course the income into the order has lessened over the past years, that money that we've saved has to go a long way because I think there is probably the great possibility that a number of us will live into our 90s and perhaps even to 100. So, well, we certainly hope so. <laughs> thank <Yes>. you. <laughs> so the finances need to um, carry us a long way. And so we see this as a way to be able to um, take care of our sisters, but as you mentioned, not to have like the capital repairs and the overhead expenses and so on. Uh, now, I'm just going to throw it your way a second, uh, Cindy, because that's kind of where you come in, right, to sort of pick up the slack on that end in terms of, um, you know, being able to keep the sisters in the residence. And, and that's, that's what some of these fundraisers that, that we've talked about here on the show are really all about, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, as our sisters retire, they do need care. And after a lifetime of giving so dearly of themselves of others, you know, it's nice to raise money for their retirement needs. But it's also to support our sisters still out there in active ministry. And I think that's important to know that, yes, our sisters are retiring, but we still have many, and Sister Pat can address them in, in very, very wonderful ministries throughout Western New York and beyond. Yeah, and and we we definitely want to talk about that. Uh, we have Sister Pat Burkhardt here, along with Cindy Munchauer from the uh, Sisters of Saint Francis of the Newman Communities, better known around here for years and years as the Williamsville Franciscans. So, yeah, you know, you, again, I say this. I think every time I have any Franciscans <laughs> on the pro, you say Franciscan in Western New York, you really don't know who you're talking about. I mean. We've got so many different branches, which is terrific, but all very different. Uh, just remind people, sister, about um, the Newman communities, just uh, who you are and the kinds of things you do. Well, the Williamsville Franciscans have been in the diocese for over 150 yeah. years, and we originally were founded in Philadelphia. And within a short time after the foundation there, sisters came to Buffalo to work with the German immigrants um, we did already home care. We visited the elderly in their homes. We established uh, facilities to take care of the elderly. We had our first one was at Pine Street down in the Broadway um, Broadway Pine area. And then at the same time that the sisters came from Philadelphia to Buffalo, they had already gone from Philadelphia to Syracuse. And then... Shortly after we were in Buffalo, the sisters went from Buffalo to Pittsburgh to um, actually establish a hospital there. And then they were prevailed upon by the local bishop in Pittsburgh to stay there. So we uh, released a number of sisters from Buffalo to continue working. And so that continued again one more time. The sisters from Buffalo went down to Staten Island after a priest had studied here at Niagara University's seminary then went back to the Archdiocese of New York and was assigned a uh, children's um, orphanage. So he wrote back to the Buffalo Sisters and said, help, I need sisters. <laughs> so we sent, believe it, 42 or 47 sisters at the time wow. to help him. So as time went on and because of the way circumstances were regarding communication and transportation, each of Syracuse, New York, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo had to become independent and go under the local bishop. And that was just how canon law was at the right. time. So we went on like that for 140 years, each of us knowing about each other and indeed having intermittent comings together and so on. 
But then in the late 1990s, we began to talk about what it would be like to put the family back together again. So we started a process which in 2004 culminated with the reunification of all of those groups. And we had also earlier on had the sisters of the uh, Franciscan Missionary Sisters of the Divine Child, another group, a Franciscan group here in the diocese, had or- originally merged with us. So we had not only the the groups that had come from Philadelphia, but we had this other group. So when we put the family back together again, we were larger, but it was a great process, and um, we are, uh, after 10 or 14 years, we are doing very well. It's worked out in terms of our governance and our ministries and our community life. So that was a very good thing for the Waynesville Franciscans to become part of the bigger community again. Well, and of course, as Cindy indicated earlier, ministry continues from the sisters yes, here does. in uh, – what are some of the things yeah. people would uh, see around doing here in uh, western New York still? Well, I'm glad you, you mentioned that, Greg, because, you know, years ago we, we traveled in great numbers. So we'd have eight people at a school yeah. and we had, you know, ten nurses in a hospital. And over time that has changed as hospitals and schools have changed and other needs have arisen. And back in maybe about – 20 years ago, we began to talk about ourselves as women at the service of life. So as life changed, so did our work change. And where needs arose, we tried to meet those needs. So today, instead of seeing sisters, as I say, in in schools or many of us in hospitals, we more have fewer numbers at a particular ministry. Some of our newer things is we have a sister who works with the deaf. She's been working with Father Stehoyak at Resurrection Parish and also training people in sign language so that those uh, folks who are in need of religious education or even assisting at Mass have a way to do that and can interpret it. So she's doing a great job, and she has um, right now is also working with uh, refugees who come into the Buffalo area who are non-hearing. And so she is uh, involved in refugee work as well as parish work. And then we have other sisters who are social workers and um, administrat- past administrators who work with the refugees through Vive and Jericho Road who uh, help in the resettlement of refugees in the area and also to keep up their religious um, practices. Many of them who come into the area are Catholic, but they don't have a car. So on Sundays, we have a few quasi-taxis that go pick up the people who need to get to a Catholic church, and our sisters do that and return them back to wherever they're staying. And then we have our sisters who do a spiritual direction where there's an emphasis on personal holiness where lay people come looking for sisters who kind of can walk them through how to pray, uh, how to be generous with their time for other people. So in, in those ministries, you won't see these big numbers, but you will find that the sisters are very intricately involved. 
And then we have our, our longstanding ministry and mission in Africa, where our sister Joanne Gangloff has been for well over 40 years, and uh, they work in the Diocese of Tamau on a compound where there's a Catholic church, and then there are schools both for children and for adults, so that the adults who never had a chance to go to school can get an education. And so Sister Joanne trains teachers, and they continue the work that uh, several religious orders have there. We have our sisters, and then there's a group of Consolata sisters who are from Italy, and then we have a group of Immaculate Heart of Mary sisters who are from Nigeria. And they all have a big piece of the education program at that particular uh, ministry. And then back here, uh, the wonderful success story of about 15 years ago when all the communities of religious women in the diocese got together and set up Gerard Place at the former St. Gerard's Parish. And that has just grown and and is doing such good work under the leadership of David Zaffel, who is the uh, director and administrator there. And a number of our sisters are on the board and also actually work there as volunteer tutors. And um, beside, it started out being sort of temporary housing for single moms with children. And it has grown into now educa- an education program that is superb in, for the women to get their GED. And it's now open not only to the residents of Girard Place, but to the general Delavan um, area, the neighborhood. So um, the sisters that work there do many different things, but very often they end up as being uh, tutors uh, to these young women who are trying to get their education and to then become uh, moms who go into the workforce. Uh, There's another program that I want to talk about, and we'll take a short break and we'll come back, because I want you to mention your associate program as well with the sisters mm-hmm. because that's a terrific way for people to get involved. I know that the um, you know you have a ton of people involved with your Kenyan ministry. It gives It's a great outreach for people who would like to help missions and don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Uh, by golly, the Sisters of St. Francis, they, they know exactly what to do and they'll help you out with that. Uh, we're also going to talk in the second half of the program. Uh, Cindy Munchauer is here along with Sister Pat Burkhardt. Uh, we're going to talk about their fundraiser, the, the big summer fundraiser coming up, Burgers, Brews, and Blues. It's Tuesday, August 14th, out at St. Mary of the Angels on Reese Street in Williamsville. We'll be right back. In the July issue of the Western New York Catholic, find out about summer events at Catholic churches all over Western New York. Also, the Catholic response to the latest news about immigration issues. And coverage from the recent ordination of our four new priests. Pick up the July Western New York Catholic in your parish or at your local Tops Friendly Markets. Or visit the Western New York Catholic online at wnycatholic.org. Make your voice heard. There are thousands of Catholic New Yorkers who are working together for justice in our society, promoting the values important to our faith. Join the Catholic Action Network and speak out in support of the poor and vulnerable, the sick and elderly, the unborn, families and children. Sign up online at nyscatholic.org and click on Join the Network. That's nyscatholic.org. 
For more information, call the Office of Pro-Life Activities of the Diocese of Buffalo at 716-847-2205 and visit the New York State Catholic Conference's Legislative Action Center. Read alerts on important legislative issues and email your state representative. Stay informed and strengthen the Catholic voice in New York. You'll find it all at nyscatholic.org. That's nyscatholic.org. I'm Greg Prince. Thanks for listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly. This week, we are talking about the Sisters of St. Francis of the Newman Communities in Williamsville. Their third annual fundraiser, Burgers, Brews, and Blues, is coming up, and uh, it's a a great time, and uh, it really kind of out of the ordinary for um, uh, fundraisers around uh, Western New York. I know people have a lot of, like, dinners and wine tastings and whatnot. This is kind of a whole bunch of things all into one. Uh, Tuesday, August 14th at St. Mary of the Angels on Reese Street. Presumably, sister, right, this is going to continue after the sale goes through and whatever because you'll still be able to have the property, right? Well, so we, we will have to see how that all works <laughs> yeah, out. Right. The event probably will continue. We'll just have to work out the place maybe or that, whatever. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, I mentioned we're going to talk a little bit about the associate program with the sisters, but Cindy, let, let's talk a little bit about Burgers Brews and blues, since uh, you know we, we want people to kind of know about it, is the third, third year, year this year. And peop- uh, I imagine you're getting down to a science now in terms of you know. It, it's a fun evening. You can yeah. let your hair down. The sisters certainly let their hair down. We were talking earlier about they enjoy a nice party as well as anybody. We call it burgers, brews, and blues. But I should say that Wardinsky's Meat supplies excellent, delicious right. sausages and hot dogs. Right. It really is a gourmet picnic dinner. Um, and also, you know, it's featuring the Black and Blues Band. Twelve Gates Brewing Company, again, is supplying all of the brew. And they have 30, you know, they're an independent craft production brewery that just has been so supportive. And the and, beer is excellent. An excellent neighbor in Williamsville for absolutely. Yes, and absolutely. And we love it. Caputi's Wine and Liquor Store provides the wine. And we also have sponsors like Martin Davison Public Relations, Dopkins & Company, Made of the Mist, Monsignor Michael Young. Life Storage, Town Volkswagen, Audi of Buffalo, and Carolyn Reg Newman. Even though Reg Newman just recently passed away, he was a wonderful supporter, loved the sisters, and we're kind of doing this in loving memory of him, too. So um, lots of good support all the way around. And I think the best thing is it's great food, great music, and a, and a fun time. It's not stuffy at all. And if it's nice, we'll have the social hour outside on the patio. Uh, which is very cool, yes. Uh, if people are interested in attending, how do they, they need tickets ahead of time? How does that work? Well, we prefer tickets ahead of time, and they can do that by calling me. My direct line is 632-2155, extension 687. Tickets are $40, but that includes everything, the beer, the wine, the beverages, the food, and the wonderful music. So. Very good. Uh, that's here in our 716 area code, 632-2155, extension 687. Just ask for Cindy. And, uh, you know, I didn't mention Sister earlier in the program. Thank you for not uh, calling me out on it. Uh, the website for the Sisters of St. Francis and all the work that they do, everything that we've talked about with Sister, sosf.org is that website. Yeah. So uh, definitely be sure to check that out as well. So the the musical guest, a little different this year. We're going to uh, gonna kind of expand the horizons I there. I thought a right? variety would be nice. Yeah. You know, the music's always excellent. And I've listened to this band, and I mean, I heard some Frank Sinatra, I heard some Elvis. They definitely... Wonderful blues, and they they also, you know, 
say they do funk and classic rock. So it, it, what I really liked when I heard the band was the variety. I mean, and it was just, we were toe-tapping and, you know, everything like that. So mm-hmm. I think people are in for a very special evening, as I said, with a lot of fun, but a lot of really good food. Uh, now, I, I will just point out, if if maybe this doesn't sound like your cup of tea, you do have other events that are coming up down the road that people might be interested we in, right? We do a spaghetti dinner in October, um, which is Our Lady of Peace in Clarence, and that's October 14th. And in May, we have our big food and wine tasting, too, so that's a nice event. And then in November, we do uh, any of our benefactors. We bring in for a special mass and um, appreciation brunch, which is a lovely thing, and that's just our way of the sisters way of saying thank you to the people that support us over the years. So lots of ways to get involved, and we're always so appreciative of, of everything, and especially our sponsors. I said who they were, but we can always take more. So if anybody's listening <laughs> Very good, yes. and would like to support this event, we we can still get you on the invitation and get you lots of publicity. Uh, and uh, I imagine the number is the same. You want to give that again, right? They can talk to you, Cindy? 716-632-2155. Extension 687, and that'll go right to my desk, and I'll help you in any way that I can. Uh, so, um, I, you know, the sisters do get a lot of support in the community, and um, one of the, the things that is born out of that, and, and you're certainly not the only community that has an associate Right. program i mean that's uh you know but it's a great opportunity to for people not just to share necessarily in in your ministry which you can do by attending these events and helping out with the Kenya ministry and doing sponsorship in those areas but it really allows you to kind of get into the spirituality of the franciscans right that is correct yes our our uh, franciscan associate program is well over 25 years now that we've had it. And um, it started as part of the spiritual renewal after Vatican II when um, the council had encouraged the religious communities of women to share their charism and their spirit with the church at large. And so many of the congregations, as you mentioned, uh, began a program which generally has like a year of orientation where they get to know more about the, the the order itself, the history of the order, and our patrons, St. Francis and St. Clair, and what it was that gave them their place in our church history. You know, what, what was their spirit and spirituality? And so we have a number of sisters who have really studied the, the Franciscan spirituality and are able to share that with anyone who comes into the associate program and wants to know more about the spirituality of St. Francis, which is a lot with the uh, creation and the emphasis on our planet and saving the planet, as well as uh, St. Francis, who was a, a marvelous example of an everyday saint. I like to think of Francis in that way. You know, he he was himself a very unlearned man. He had a great love for God and Jesus and the work of charity, but all of that came from his his inner desire to be a person who could do good and go among people and do good. 
So we share all of that with the associates, and then they begin to find support from other associates. We have uh, monthly meetings for them, and then they're invited to all of the celebrations that we have, our annual jubilees of our sisters. Um, They're invited to our fundraisers, and many of them are, are our helping hands at the fundraisers, too, who are willing to roll up their sleeves and see where they can help out. And so we, we've come to really appreciate the women and the men. Um, that might seem unusual to some people, but the, the people who walk in the footsteps of St. Francis don't necessarily have to be women just because the order is all women. So we have uh, a number of men, and they bring a, a great dimension of life and insights and spirituality to the program. And then we have ongoing um, education sessions for them. And then they, uh, there are occasional times when they get to meet our associates in our Syracuse region, our New York region, Pittsburgh, um, that they understand that they're part of a larger. I think we probably have close to 400 if we look throughout the community, which includes uh, Peru where we have some, and we have a group in Virginia and Hawaii, so that they get to know through our newsletters what the other associates are doing in the other region. And I think it gives them that sense of solidarity and uh, brings them together with people who have uh, like desires in personal holiness and charitable works. Uh, I, I would encourage people to visit the sisters' website at sosf.org for any of the information that we talked about here. And, and sister, I would just say, you know, um, the times that we live in, that sort of uh, um, you you could do worse than to latch on with that Franciscan <laughs> spirituality, right? I mean, people are kind of looking for a source of hope. I do believe you're right, uh, Greg. There's much interest in trying to find a way to um, live within this society and still keep your values and your spirituality. I would agree. So I always love talking about the Sisters of St. Francis and uh, Sister Pat Burkhardt. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Always a pleasure, Greg. Thank you. Uh, Also joining Sister today, uh, you might remember from uh, joining us last year, Cindy Munchauer. Cindy, one more time, give us the details about Burgers, Brews, and Blues. Tuesday, August 14th, starting at 5 o'clock, the Black and Blues Band, wonderful, wonderful food, including beverages like 12 Gates Brewing Company, Caputi's Wine, um, Wardinsky's Sausages and Hot Dogs. It's just a good time. You walk in and the food is great. The atmosphere is great. You get the Franciscan charm. That brings people back all the time. And then just an evening of great music. You can dance, do whatever you want. And it all benefits the ministries, some of which we talked about, as well as supporting our more elderly, retired sisters who given a lifetime to helping others, and it's our way of just saying thank you to them. Absolutely. I might just add that sure, uh, with, uh, with St. Francis, he put a great emphasis on relationships among people, and actually he called everyone brother or sister, and he had that sense of inclusivity and that people had a relationship with one another that was worth cultivating and treasuring. So we see the fundraising events, like Cindy just described, is is 
not only bringing in needed uh, resources for us, but also a way to really put into practice that whole piece of relationships that St. Francis has lots to say about in his writings. Uh, you know what? And it's an excellent environment to do that. It really, uh, you know, it was really great being there last year with the, uh, with the sisters and all the other folks, uh, who, who support the sisters. Uh, if you're interested, uh, give Cindy a call, 632-2155, extension 687. They do have advanced sale tickets, $40 per person. Everything all-inclusive, right? You get everything. All-inclusive. And I also want yards. to give a special thank you to Dick Shaner, who's on our Mission Advancement Advisory Council. But this was his brainchild. And um, he's the one that brought the idea to us, and he's the one that nurtures it and helps it to grow every year. So, Dick, thank you very much. Uh, we always love to give Dick a shout-out on this program. He's a big help in terms of uh, bringing a lot of topics my way, so I certainly <laughs> appreciate that as well. Uh, it's back. If you are interested in some of the other shows that uh, that we've done, any of the other topics that we've covered, in fact, if you go back, uh, all the programs are up on our website, wnycatholic.org slash radio. You can do the same thing at buffalodiocese.org slash radio. It'll get you to the same place. Uh, you can hear all the stuff we talked about last year as well on the on the podcasts and uh, we hope you'll join us next week on Western New York Catholic Weekly. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. If you have a comment about this week's program or need more information about anything you hear on Western New York Catholic Weekly, Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. Our email address again is radio at buffalodiocese.org or call 847-8744. You can visit the Western New York Catholic and the Diocese of Buffalo online at buffalodiocese.org. And be sure to join Greg Prince again next week for Western New York Catholic Weekly.